0: You permanently rethink a lot of the thoughts that you experienced the previous day, and it's just the way that we've been wired since the beginning of time, right? So it's something that science has now proven. And the reason I'm telling you that is because if you just take a step today in the right direction of saying, just today I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna think about it. Just today I'm gonna try and forget about it. To, just today I'm not gonna beat myself up over it. Tomorrow's gonna be easier because you're dedicating less time to that thought. And that's the way that I got through a lot of my self-acceptance. Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT Podcast, where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover, but also reach your ultimate goals what's up everyone welcome back to the real life tips podcast my name is mono
1: you're joined by leon how are you guys doing welcome back it's our ninth episode really really stoked to hear what we're going to talk about today man and what 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 are we talking about today
0: yeah so today is um, the power of self-acceptance mm-hmm. i think this would be a very cool one to share purely because i think all of us have gone through some points in our lives where we at least struggle with self-acceptance or accepting ourselves for who we are. So I think one of the first things that come to mind of uh, some of the past experiences that I've been through, and this is actually, this is going to hit close to home for me because, um, I think I'm no different from a lot of others, but for me personally, I've been struggling with self-acceptance for a very, very long time. I don't know if this is something that came from childhood experiences or, growing up, adolescence, going into your teens, uh, overall not really feeling, uh, you know, that you are good enough for doing what you want to do or being in the relationship where you want to be as well. Yeah,
1: absolutely, Manu. So when it comes to self-acceptance, I guess we all can relate. Um, At some point in your life, you either suffered, um, you know, a breakup or maybe you tried something new and you failed. And... Uh, maybe that failure was met with another failure and then eventually you get distraught and you feel that you can't do anything and you, you suffer from a lack of self-acceptance and reward and so on. And it, it's I find that that could be a very, very crippling effect, Emanu. Eh, I mean, if you're if you stuck in a place where you think you can't do something... Um, that's really really going to limit your power and it's gonna you know not allow you to see opportunity that might be underneath your nose um, I've actually had a couple of experiences in my life and and I still find uh, you know self-worth and self-acceptance issues from now and then but um, every now and then I'll be presented with a, a very very difficult situation and I used to kind of try and buck away or steer clear from it and it was all about, Imposter syndrome, you know, it was about me thinking that I don't belong or I'm not worthy or I might stuff it up, etc
0: So in my personal life, I think uh, just taking it from a personal point of view uh, I've I've had multiple experiences of this and it affects your confidence uh, Going into new tasks, going into a new job, going into a new position, maybe at work But from a relationship point of view I have had this experience as well where, you know, you, you were in a long-term relationship and things were said uh, and, you know, you end up breaking it off. And just the, the feeling, the crippling feeling that you experience after that and self-doubt that you had that you just not good enough or you weren't good enough or you just didn't give enough or do enough. Um, and that's a crippling feeling. And I've experienced that over and over again. And usually it takes a little bit of time, sometimes a lot of time to get out of that mindset, to start accepting yourself again, to start looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you know what? I did everything I could, uh, I'm not perfect. I did maybe mess up here and there. Um, but you know, really not blaming yourself then for the failure that's, uh, that happened in that relationship. And that's just in a relationship in itself. But I find that happens more often than not with a lot of life experiences. I mean, you, you build up these massive expectations of your, know, what something is going to be and what your experience is going to be in a certain, um, in a certain job or in performing a certain task. And you come out of it and you stuff up because you you're not perfect so at the end of the day working that back and and coming back and crawling into your little shell or crawling into a fetal position at home <laughs> laying on the couch just uh binging out on uh, on series or movies
1: <laughs> self-soothing
0: exactly yeah and then that self-pity sits in and it's a very very crippling feeling so I think this this is a really really personal topic once again and this is what we love doing right we love we love getting personal yeah
1: so yeah it's 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 an extremely vulnerable um topic and we're going to probably share some personal things that um we've encountered but um i do it quite um happily because i know that there's absolutely no one listening to this podcast or this episode of this podcast that hasn't gone through Mm -hmm. something similar um if you look at self-acceptance they usually spawn from three different places just to come a little bit more to the facts and so on and you it, it's it got to do with either blame so you're blaming someone or you're blaming yourself and you can't let go of it and it's it's biting and it's cringing and it's gnawing mm-hmm. at you the second thing is doubt so this is like i said maybe you um, were asked to do a speech in school when you were younger and you stuffed up and now you were, you're presented with an opportunity to do a speech again um, as in, in a workspace and you immediately crumpled into yourself and, like Manu said, crawl into a fetal position because you're just doubting yourself. You can't get past that one very embarrassing moment in your life or bad experience. And then lastly, um, it comes down to shame. Mm-hmm. So something that you did in your life that you are shameful of. So maybe you went out partying one night and, um, you know, had a car accident afterwards that affected someone's life. Or maybe, um, you know, you did something to someone and you never quite um, dealt with it. So shame can absolutely ruin your thoughts. It can absolutely hinder you from seeing everything. Again, everything we're talking about today is creating some sort of level of mindfulness and we'll get to mindfulness, in a, in, I, I guess, in, in a different episode because it's very, very dense topic. Um, but it's creating that mindfulness where you are able to let go of these feelings and hindrances in your life so that you have clarity of mind, so that you can see the opportunities coming, so that you can enjoy life and you can spend time with people. I don't know, um, money... From those three, what do you resonate with most?
0: Yo, I think all three of them are so um, intense and so correct. Because I think back of uh, you know that that exact example that I gave, get, coming out of a relationship, I think there's so much blame usually to the other party or sometimes to yourself. And I feel that you're so right in that sense of saying that you have to you have to start with not blaming the other person or you know, practicing forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, forgiveness in two extents, right? Forgiveness of the other person uh, or forgiveness of the circumstance, acceptance of the circumstance, but mostly forgive forgiveness of yourself. Yes, because 100%. in a lot of cases, we, when it comes to, we're talking about self-acceptance. So this is something that no one else can do for you. It's something that you have to do. And hopefully today... We can leave you with some great tips on how we got past Mm -hmm. these Mm -hmm. hurdles in our lives as well. But on that topic of of blame and forgiveness, right, is I think the most crucial aspect is to find a way to forgive yourself because you're not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Mm -hmm. And we have to find a way to look past our past mistakes, and accept ourselves, accept the flaws that we have, and just merely start working on those flaws mm. to be a better person tomorrow. Whether it is in a relationship, I, I'm using a relationship as a, as a very good example, because I think we can all relate to that. And I've been through some really, really messy relationships mm. in the past, uh, where blame was you know thrown around each day, every day. But the point is that that I think is the very, very core starting point is forgiveness, right? And And then working on that doubt, like you said, doubtful situations um, spawn from either uncertainty or it spawns from a lack of confidence. And if you start working on forgiving yourself and working on those flaws and accepting those flaws and just basically move forward from there, you would automatically get rid of that doubt. Mm. You will automatically, and, and to, to put this into a concept, I mean, when um, I came out of a very long-term relationship, I went through a really, really tough time. Um, took me years, but I knew this going in, um, you know, that if this doesn't work out, if this doesn't pan out the way that, it's, uh, that I'm planning or hoping that it would, it, it's gonna be really tough coming out of this relationship. And sure enough, um, it didn't pan out the way I thought it would. And that instantly, I knew uh, from past experiences that this is going to be a very tough time coming up. So I just need to push through it as quick and as easy as possible, or as ruthless as possible. So I really, really went into self-isolation. I ripped it, ripped it off like a band-aid. I knew that I would need to find myself again, rediscover myself, and all that. Because you know, if you're in a long-term relationship, you sort of almost merged like into this blob of the other person and your person and their beliefs and your beliefs and everything mm-hmm. as well. So I knew that for me to get over that relationship, I had to completely isolate myself, um, find myself again, find my passions, find my beliefs and, um, you know, my future dreams and all that, and basically restructure my entire life once again. So I ripped it off like a bandaid. I went through it and it was a really, really tough year. Even, um, that first year, Uh, The the year after that, instantly, I don't know, it doesn't happen. Well, I, I say instantly, but I mean, it happens gradually, right? So you slowly but surely, you start healing your wounds, right? You're healing yourself and finding yourself again. And before you even know it, you get rid of all of that doubt. And I think that was the most powerful feeling that I've ever ever had in my life is once you get rid of that blame, once you stop, stop blaming the other person for screwing up, once you stop blaming yourself for screwing up and um, getting rid of that second point there, the doubt, um, doubting yourself, Yo, am I good enough to even start pursuing other people out there or start pursuing other relationships out there? If this one failed so miserably, what would make me think that I'm good enough for another relationship? Mm -hmm. So absolutely, Leon, I think it's such an important three points there. And then getting rid of that shame, lastly, is the most rewarding of it all. And getting that self-acceptance and saying, you know what, I'm not perfect. And yes, I screwed up in the last relationship. And yes, uh, maybe she screwed up as well. But... It is what it is. I need to move on from here. I need to accept myself for who I am. And that is just such a liberating feeling, getting out of it and going forward as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you you actually went quite deep there. It became quite personal. I love it. Um, I've got similar stories to share. So um, just to get back to the relationship one, well, there's two things in life that induces these feelings. Well, I feel like there's two things. Maybe there's three. You could maybe say spiritual as well, but it's usually going to be people relationships or personal relationships. Then it's going to be some sort of professional relationship with work um, or something like that. And then there's maybe Mm -hmm. spiritual as well. But yeah, if you think of blame, doubt and shame, I mean what what actually worked for me uh, during a a bad breakup as well also I mean I'll cut the the, I'll cut the messy parts out but yeah let's just say it was a long relationship and it went quite well and then it didn't go well anymore and then it was done the only thing that really got me through it was immediately realizing that there were good things in the relationship as well and it also taught me a hell of a lot of things so I took yeah. the relationship and I saw it as a learning curve in my life and something that was never, ever permanent. And th- when I thought about it that way and I realized that signs were always there that it's not going to be a permanent thing. It was only ever going to be a fun thing through which I can experience buying maybe a first car and doing getting a you know my first credit and that person would be there and getting support from someone when you messed up during... <laughs> and stuff like that so it was it was really something that um and that's the only way i could get through it because you mentioned a year of um knowing at uh, at that problem for me it was maybe short but uh, yes absolutely there was a very long time where there was um blame doubt and shame all three and every single one in between I blamed myself for you know maybe not doing uh the things that the other person always mentioned as wrong and then um i would doubt that maybe maybe i wasn't good enough or maybe there was another dude that's just that one edge better um and that then gets to the shame point as well where maybe there was some form of shame that came out of the situation but anyways um so another thing that i want to touch on if we think about doubt um and and we go into doubt a little bit deeper and again this whole topic is about self-acceptance so doubt is one of the toughest ones to actually overcome in my opinion is is um it's one of the more tangible ones you know exactly what you doubt yourself about um, but it's something that's very very difficult to let go of now life is full of experiences and life is a permanent learning curve and you'll never really know how your full potential if you don't constantly push yourself beyond doubt so let's say for example i i I like to use public speaking as an example because this resonates with me quite heavily my mom pushed me to do public speaking in school and i hated it i literally I, i shook like a leaf standing in front of the class standing in front of an audience talking about some stupid topic that i didn't even write myself it was um, handwritten by my mother and i just i absolutely hated it it would make me you know so scared just petrified standing in front of all those people and it was such a complete self-doubt and um i mean fast forward okay 30 years later now i'm quite comfortable with it um and it was really through um what, what I found really worked for me was I started talking publicly, but about stuff that I knew I was good at. So I had the confidence in the words. I had the the knowledge to back up what I was saying. And that kind of stood like a tower behind me while I was portraying my messaging to the whatever audience was in front of me. And then it was cadence, you know, just regularly doing it until a point where you don't think about it anymore and please believe me i still get nervous i'm not saying i I don't get nervous the thing is i don't doubt myself anymore i know i can do it it nerves is something that should always be there if you don't if you're not nervous about something it means you don't care Um, maybe some people in the audience will disagree with Mm -hmm. me but usually that for me has been the case So nerves still set in, but I never, ever doubt that I can do it anymore.
0: So, yes, just addressing the why here, um, because that's related to one of the previous episodes that we recorded, funny enough. But why is it so important to achieve this self-acceptance and to do it as soon as possible? And to me, I think it's just so important because the quicker you can get out of it, the quicker you can regain your confidence and I think confidence is key I think in life if you really really had to think about it and think about all of the bad experiences all of the 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 moments where you doubted yourself um, the moments where you had a massive lack of self-acceptance it all boils down to the confidence that you had in that moment right so and that is such like I said such a crippling feeling and getting past that as quick as possible will help you regain your confidence I mean take for instance right I have seen People um, who are extremely attractive. Um, I've seen really, really attractive people in my life. Uh, but then on the other end of the spectrum, you do find that you come across someone that you don't necessarily see as attractive. But confidence, all of the confidence is there, and just having that confidence automatically spikes the the attractiveness of the person. And I think you know that's that's again referring to relationships, but. Not just that. I think in life in general, right? Take for instance, your public speaking. If, if you went on there, right? And you, you doubt yourself and you're curled up and you know, shoulders are shrugging and you've got your, uh, your hands are shaky and your voice is shaky and all of that. Instantly people pick up on the fact that you don't have confidence. The fact that you do mm-hmm. um, doubt yourself to a certain extent. And instantly you don't listen to the message that they are trying to deliver. You simply just focus on pointing out their mistakes during that entire talk, right? Something we actually spoke of just the other day. Mm -hmm. And that I think is the key to it, right? Is self-acceptance and the power of self-acceptance basically is translated into confidence. And once you have confidence, I feel, If you've got confidence, you can achieve anything in this world, because if you just walk in there, walk into that room, not really know about, you know, know that speech word for word, but just know what message you want to convey instantly. I think the confidence picks you up and it just flows and people just can resonate with the message that you're sharing while Mm -hmm. you're doing your public speaking uh, speech or whatever. And in the same th- sense, in business, you know, when you walk in and you doubt yourself, you don't know necessarily how to start, where to start with doing your job, or doing a certain project or something like that, people pick up on that and instantly that you're setting yourself up for failure. So I feel that once you regain that confidence and the quicker you can do it, the quicker you can progress in life as well. So I think that in itself is the power oh, of self-acceptance. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is very profound. I think, um, yeah, it's very much easier said than done. I think we've all crashed through some ceilings in our lives so we know how much effort oh, yeah. it takes um, in order to, to get that um, doubt out of your mind that's all part of self-acceptance. Um, the last one to talk about um, is the shame part. Now, this is a heavy mm-hmm. one. This is a very, very heavy one. I know that many of our listeners listening now have some form of uh, shame mm-hmm. in their life. So when it comes to shame, I guess there's many in our audience that can relate or that's got something in their life that maybe they're hiding, but it's that they know very acutely about it and they still remember that day or that event or that thing that they're shameful of. Um, this is something that can be completely soul-crushing. It's a a thought pattern that's almost underlying in your brain like a vibration of every minute of every day that you have this shame in the back of your head. And when you approach anything in life with a shameful attitude or not really an attitude, but some shame or some, um, let's call it a weight that's waiting you back or that's holding you back, everything in life again becomes harder because of it everything that you could have achieved and things that you wanted to do you'll now maybe not see or you won't um, go and get it and be confident and things like that <laughs> so i'll actually share one of the stories that um, maybe I've, a lot of people that know me knows the story but they probably don't know about the shame that i carried for months afterwards um, but I think we all make mistakes in life, so I'll share this one. I hope I don't get any mad uh, judgment in the comments section or anywhere from the show. Or maybe we're going to lose the five listeners that we have, Mane. <laughs> Um I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, because they're parents. Um, no, just kidding. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I was I was second year student, uh, having the time of my life, having a blast, and absolutely just not really caring that much um, and, and it was a great feeling it was very freeing i had no stress apart from the little bit of stress for studying and things like that and obviously we used to party a lot um, so i actually went back to my hometown for a weekend uh, to go visit visit the parents for the once in a year trip that i made back there and i got uh, together with some friends and they had another friend there that i knew from afar but he had a little four x four and we got quite uh let's call it tipsy that night and um it was 2 a.m in the morning and i'm always the party guy so i said listen guys why don't we take that four by four for a bit of a spin in the bush (laughs) yeah when i say it loud it's like the worst idea ever but at that time it sounded like an amazing idea but anyway so we got in the back my mate and i and the driver and his friend and I also knew got in the front we started driving around long story short did really 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 well and then there's one last hill and it was that one last hill that we went up and for some reason right at the top of the hill the car just wouldn't climb up anymore and we started rolling back and we destroyed the car we wrecked the car everyone was okay um, the one guy broke a shoulder. We got flung out of the car because obviously we weren't wearing any seat belts or whatever. And um, yeah, the car landed on the one guy's arm, so we had to like literally push the car up onto its wheels again. So you can see how this was like a really, really bad situation, right? And all the all the time that evening, I was thinking to myself, "Holy crap! If my parents find out, I'm dead." I never ever thought about, Leon, you're the guy that put the people here (laughs) and that poor guy just lost his car. He's going to have to explain to his father why he was around that area at 2 a.m. in the morning, slightly over the limit. No, let's be honest. We were very, very much (laughs) over the limit. Um, And yeah, I I just... The immediate thing that I wanted to do is get out of that situation. We at least drove the one guy with the injured shoulder to the uh, medical facilities left him outside he had to go in and fend for himself and we drove off and for one or two days i didn't think much of it because i was still in quite a lot of shock but i promise you that third day it sunk in what had happened and i just i never ever got in touch with the driver again i never tried to just apologize i never ever made amends and the longer the time progressed and the more that i thought about yeah, it was his car he was also a young boy only like 20 years old and it must have been like his only vehicle and he probably has to work it back now and all this you know like you can really start blowing it up in in your head and i just got more and more Mm -hmm. shameful as time went by so the best way that i found found dealing with it is to is through self-acceptance i couldn't get a hold of the guy anymore i couldn't even find him on social media platforms I did try to maybe just reach out and say, listen, dude, I know it's very, very late, but I just wanted to pop in and say, sorry about that evening. It was my stupid idea. I know I weren't driving or anything, but I still feel somehow accountable for the mistake and i just couldn't get a hold of him so the only way that i could get over this was literally through i've I've done the self-loathing i hated myself for a while there Mm. i went through all of that pain and i felt remorse and when you feel remorse it means that you shouldn't really feel guilty anymore because um at least i mean if you're spiritually minded you'll understand where i come from but at least you're showing remorse you feel like um that should have never happened and it won't ever ever happen again because i learned from it absolutely and that got me through it look it took a while it's, but it did get me through it um but that's maybe something that our audience can relate to.
0: yeah i uh, know i just actually want to to add on that as well leon because uh you touched on something there that i feel is key to point out and it's patience uh, these things don't happen overnight these things take time I knew that coming out of my 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 last long term relationship. And I knew that it was going to be painful um, and that I have to push through it. But that was me, you know, knowing of past experiences and stuff. You something like this happened to you and it's 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 such a crazy story. Uh, You've told it to me before. Yes. Yeah, it's just it's insane. Um, and I can just imagine the, 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 the shame that you had to sit and deal with, right? So that's something that you couldn't have predicted. It's something that you couldn't have planned for. And these things happen. Life is unpredictable. That's one of the things that makes life so beautiful, <laughs> which sounds really weird if I put those two in the same sentence. But unpredictability in life makes it extremely beautiful. But at the same time, it you you can't always be prepared for these type of things that will happen to you. The only thing that you can do is push through it. Know that you you are feeling remorseful about what happened. Uh, You are feeling ashamed. And I feel you're right, Leon. To a certain extent, just knowing that you are not dead inside, the fact that you understand that that was wrong, you did mess up, you did make a mistake, and accepting that and then moving past that point to say that, well, there's nothing that I can change about it now. There's absolutely no reason for you to dwell on past memories, to dwell on past experiences that were really bad and and beat yourself up over it because it's not going to benefit you today. It's not going to benefit you tomorrow. Plus you can't go back in time to go and change those things. So the best thing for you is to, Give it time, mm. you know, execute patience and just be in the moment and try and understand that this is normal. It is a normal process and no one can tell you how long it's going to take for you to get through to the other side, but then move past it entirely. For me, the easiest way to get through this, and this will probably tie into some of the tips that we'll give you is, um, I recently saw a documentary on Netflix. I think it was called I think it's part of the explained series Uh, so it was memory explained go and have a look at it really really cool stuff Uh, it's like a 30 minute clip but memory explained from the explained series on Netflix uh, taught me one thing that I think 60 or 70 percent of your memories or of your thoughts today are related to the thoughts that you had yesterday And those thoughts were related to the thoughts that you had the day before. So what that actually effectively means is the fact that you permanently rethink a lot of the thoughts that you experienced the previous day. And it's just the way that we've been wired since the beginning of time. Right? So it's something that science has now proven. And the reason I'm telling you that is because if you just take a step today in the right direction of saying, just today, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna think about it. Mm-hmm. Just today, I'm gonna try and forget about it. To, just today, I'm not gonna beat myself up over it. Tomorrow's gonna be easier mm-hmm. because you're dedicating less time to that thought, and that's the way that I got through a lot of my self-acceptance. Is saying that I know that I screwed up. I know that I messed up. But how how am I gonna get through this? And I just I can't stop thinking about you know, how messed up that situation is and how ashamed I feel of that situation. But for me, I just had to start one day, pick myself up and say, just today, I just want to my goal was just to go one day without being ashamed about it or one day without thinking about it. And before you know it, one day turns into two days, it turns into a week, turns into a month, turns into a year. And then maybe once every two years, you'll still think about it. You'll tell the story like what you're doing now and think about it and still feel a little bit of shame but at the end of the day you've practiced Mm self-acceptance and you've achieved it in that aspect of your life right so there are many aspects of your life of which you need to achieve self-acceptance but the key focal point that i want to leave is to say that the only reason we're talking about this is so that you can get through it as quick as possible so that we can help you through it i mean we're not licensed therapists or anything a lot of the time leon is uh, basically my therapist <laughs> we talk about life and <laughs> and and i think vice versa as well so but you know it's really just giving advice from two normal guys that have gone through this stuff and that can give some tips for you to maybe help you through a difficult time but it's to get through it as quick as possible, to regain your confidence. And confidence is key in life. In accepting yourself, it's it's going to snowball. Once you've got a little bit of confidence, you'll gain more confidence. So that actually brings me to the next point that I wanted to mention, Leon. Um, are there ways for us to regain our confidence? Are there mm. ways for us to, um, to feed our confidence, even if it's superficial?
1: Yeah, definitely. So... This is a very, very important part of the podcast. So even if you skip through everything and you come to this, um, this is where we'll probably be able to provide some things that are, or tips maybe, um, that's going to help you improve your self-acceptance. So the first thing that I want to talk about is celebrating your strengths. So, for some reason, human beings are wired and programmed in such a way that we are very quick to see our fault and mistake, but we don't really ever give ourselves kudos for what we're good at. So, go and take a piece of paper, and I'm very, um, I'm, you'll, you'll notice I'm very intentional when it comes to putting things on paper. It's, there's just something very um, rewarding about seeing and putting it down and writing it on a piece of, or maybe on a tablet with a, with a stylus or something. But start writing down your strengths and the things that you know that you're good at. And you'll be very, very, very surprised. Um, it's usually a very long list and it's usually um, a much longer list than your weaknesses. Uh, even though you keep pondering and you keep festering on your weaknesses. And this is just unfortunately how people are wired. I'm the same. I still need to work on it. Um, But if you start creating a a strength list, like all my strengths and the reasons I should have confidence and that I'm not an imposter in my space and that I shouldn't be doubtful of my capabilities, when you look at all those strengths, you'll realize that you actually have so much to give and so much power. And it's very, very liberating. You talk a lot about confidence. Confidence is actually the combination of all of these things comes out as as confidence it's where you don't have self doubt you don't have a lot of um you know baggage that you carry with you as far as 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 far as shamefulness might be concerned and and so on which allows you to be the absolute and ultimate version of yourself and that ultimate version just exudes confidence we just don't have a better word for it so we call it confidence you can't really exactly put a pinpoint on exactly what makes that person seem so confident is it the way that he just speaks very fluently is it the fact that he can do that in front of people is it just the fact that he knows so much about what he's talking about what exactly is it it's a combination of all those things so that's why we're saying don't doubt yourself focus on your strengths don't blame yourself for stuff that's gone wrong in life or that maybe you had a hand in wrongful doing or whatever. And don't fester and ponder on shame and things that's gone past. It it holds you back. It's like a anchor around your foot. Yeah. And uh, you just can't really move forward. What do you think about celebrating your strengths, Manu? Is that... So that yeah sense. Leon,
0: so i mean that is you're so right because uh we are our own worst critics i mean nobody can put you down as much as you put yourself down on a daily basis i think we are so absolutely hard on ourselves that we will criticize each and every aspect of our mm-hmm. lives way before other others even notice that we have faults in those areas right i take for instance the ability for ourselves to look at ourselves and think that yo everybody's going to see this um, wrong about me. Everyone's going to see that I screwed up. Everyone's going to see that um, my hair is not made up today. Everyone's going to judge me by the clothes that I didn't manage to iron today or something like that. Stupid examples, right? But here's a simple fact in life, right? Is that nobody thinks or cares as much about you as you do, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it sounds really, really harsh when I put it like that, but nobody really cares, right? Um, I it's, think you mentioned it in one of our previous episodes <laughs> as well. True. Nobody really cares. You think that people really can think and see into you know, the actions that you perform, the shame, the blame that you have, the, the self-doubt. Yes, on the surface, maybe they can see that you don't have confidence, but to be honest, to a very large extent, People won't notice the things that you screw up in life. So stop beating yourself up over it. Um, take your time, get through it, process it and regain your confidence.
1: That's a very, very good point that you make is that probably people don't even notice these small mistakes. Another one that's very, very important, marna and this is something I think me and you spoke about a lot, but you really, really need to reconsider the people around you that you spend your time with. People are toxic and unfortunately, I'm not saying all people, please, please understand, but (laughs) people, there's some characteristical traits, uh, maybe jealousy, uh, narcissism, you know, there's some traits that make people inherently not allow others to get an edge above them and so on. So you might have a friend or a family member and I have a feeling this is where the hair on the neck of a lot of our listeners are going to stand up because we all have such a a person in our life that just completely and utterly actually makes you feel crap about yourself and you really need to think about who's speaking to you negatively who's reinforcing negative self-talk and why do you allow such hurtful things in your life you know are they just doing my own dirty work because i'm not willing to choose a different um, reality so think about the five inner circle people they should be people that boost you they should be people that are happy for you if you do well they should be people that bless you that um, support you when you're struggling that never uh, like just wants to judge you if you do something wrong and and go and identify those toxic people in your life i remember when i was in school i was like i wasn't one of the outcast kids nor was I one of the popular kids I was like somewhere in between right I was able to relate to all of them but every now and again there's like this super cool dude and you want to be part of his group and his clan and whatever and you'll actually start like acting like him doing the stuff that he thinks is cool and then he actually puts you down most of the time like the things that he says because he's this big shot he's Mm -hmm. walking he's the leader of the pack you know and at a very young age, I actually realized that this is not like, really what I want to... I don't like this inequality even at this young age where one dude is like the, the main guy and he's the alpha male and everyone else is just, uh, you know, after his beck and call. But anyway, that's that's something that you need to consider. The next one is creating a support system. Money, this is something I think you can relate with a, a, a lot. Is, is, it, it's actually yeah. the flip side of what I just said so firstly get rid of the negative people next thing create a support system
0: yeah i think um yes uh, like i was i was a little bit skeptical when you started on the topic of be very aware of the people that you hang around but i fully understand that and i think i'm so intrigued by that entire discussion we've chatted on it a few times just here and there but I feel that we should make that our next episode, most definitely. We will, we will have to deep dive into that yeah. some more. But now touching on building that support group, you're so right, because I think um, that is the one thing that always and never, ever has failed me when I struggled with it self-acceptance. I take, for instance, my girlfriend. So she's very, very lucky in that sense because she's got um, probably four siblings So she's got her own support system that won't ever go anywhere. And that has helped her a lot. We've had this chat a million times, uh, myself and her, with regards to getting through these difficult times, dealing with uh, self-acceptance, and just having that support structure, that support group there, to help you just distract you from... You beating yourself up—it's—it's—you're up. cool. it's, so right in saying that. And if you don't have that, because I'm not as lucky as her, right? i, I only have one sibling. I only have my brother. Um, so yeah, by all means, you know, it's not always going to work out as easy for everyone. So in some cases, you will have to build your own support structure. You—you you will have to go and find people that will support you that will love you that will help you and that will compliment you and rebuild that confidence inside yourself as well so i think um it, leon is it
1: time for the top tips or for the
0: real life tips? yeah
1: action step so for this next week go and write down the list of uh, people in your life and then next to it write down your strengths Go take a piece of paper. I'm, I'm saying this intentionally. Don't write it in a Word document. Don't think about it before you go to bed. Go take a piece of paper. Get your favorite pen. Go sit outside with a coffee and fresh air and write these things down. Two more things that I want to touch on that's absolutely critical. Forgive yourself. So if there's something that went wrong in your life and you maybe had a hand in it, forgive yourself. Because a part of self-acceptance and the, the hardest one to come over is the shame, the, the shame part. If you are suffering shame in your life, um, self-acceptance comes really, really difficult. And secondly, shush the critic in your brain. You know, there's always going to be a dude, a little bugger in your brain that's telling you, you're not worthy, you can't do this, you're not good enough, mm-hmm. what do you, you don't belong here, these people are way better, why, you know, just tell that guy to shut up and focus on your strengths. Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, money for the for the weak tips, go write those things down, be intentional about it. I promise you, you're going to probably um, come back next week and say wow it made a big difference actually putting it on paper and then stick it somewhere stick it on your uh, we all have home offices now so keep it around keep it in your sun visor in your car so that you can have a look at it every once in a while and get reinforced and build that confidence because a lot of people lack so much confidence if you have a good support system you actually crave those compliments to help you build confidence So put those things on paper, you know, and um, you'll absolutely start living a fuller life, being more mindful of these negativities that surround you. And once you uh, really have that self-acceptance, like Manu emphasized so much, you'll then have confidence. And confidence, I think, is very free. not, Not that I'm a confident person. Everything we spoke about today is a daily, daily job for me as well, and I'm working on it myself. But yeah, I think with that... Marna, do you have anything closing
0: yeah so maybe in in some cases uh it doesn't work for me but i mean i've heard that it works for a lot of people is is to journal right so journaling really enables you to write down your thoughts put it put pen to paper write down your thoughts For no one else to go and read but just yourself just and sometimes you don't even have to go and reread whatever you just written down but it's just really to to declutter your mind and to really get to the core of why uh and and what you're not accepting of yourself and why you're feeling the way that you're feeling right Uh, If you know that it's because you don't have confidence, because you don't have a level of self-acceptance that you would want to achieve and you can't put a pin in it, then go and write, go and start journaling. Um, That really helps. Some people, in other cases, um, affirmations, writing your affirmations every morning Uh, go and read up about that as well affirmations are basically where you get up in the morning you you write down or at night you write down that you are accepting of yourself you and you you just make statements as if they are real true life stories of your life right the things that you want to be the the Uh, The feelings you want to feel, the acceptance that you want to feel, right? So go and read up about uh, writing affirmations. And if you want to give that a go, I think give it a go by all means. Uh, For me, it's always been more a practical approach. So I've just always just thrown myself in the deep end and just been, like Leon said, being mindful of it and understanding and knowing that in this moment, yes, I'm not accepting myself for who I am. And where are these things? And if I had to go and write them down, by all means, I would write them down. But I would take a practical approach and say that I'm actively gonna work on this every single day. I'm actively gonna try not think about those things and try and not blame myself today and know that day by day, step by step, it will get better. So ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have time for. But thank you so much for joining. We really hope that this has been valuable. We really hope that this has inspired you. And maybe if we've caught you at a really bad time in your life where you're struggling with this, let us know, let us know if this actually really did help. And if you feel once again that you have something to add, please share it with us. We're open. We're just two normal human beings. We want to hear from you guys. Mm -hmm. We want to hear if there's anything that you'd like to add to the show. So I think that is it from myself, Mono.
1: I'm Leon. Thank you very, very much. It was a good session and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
0: Cheers. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining this episode. We really hope that it inspires and motivates you. By the way, we're giving away a free five-step personal budget template that will help you take control of your financial goals. So just head over to rltstudios.com, sign up for our newsletter, and we will get that right over to you. So head over to rltstudios.com, and we will see you in the next episode. Until then, cheers.